0: we got a big crowd here this Monday morning. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. All right. All right. Settle down. You guys want to do this? Let's get ready to do this show. Come on. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right. Settle down. Settle down. It's Monday, February 24th, 2002. Is it 2002? No. What am I doing? It's 2020. Oh my god, we just time we just time traveled, didn't we? Monday, February twenty fourth, twenty twenty. I was looking right at the date and I just had a little dyslexia, I guess. I'm not even dyslexic. Episode three sixty five. Three hundred and sixty five. So if you started to listen to We Live on a Planet today, and if it's your first episode, thank you for stopping in. But what you could do is go back, you could listen to one episode every day for a year. Crazy. It is balmy. It is balmy here this morning in upstate New York. Feels like a heat wave just came through. It's 41 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like it's 36 out, but the highs are going to be about 42 degrees Fahrenheit today. Winds are gently blowing out of the south at 9 miles per hour. All right. We've got a good show for you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much. When we come back, we'll dive into everything. Let's fire this up. Here we go. Come on back. Welcome back. So happy you're here. Oh, come on. I'm happy, but not that happy. My producer's on one today. So glad you're joining me. I want to share my quote with you. This one's from Tony Robbins. No matter how many mistakes you make or how slow your progress You're still way ahead of everyone who isn't trying. Tony Robbins. You know, I, something's happened. Maybe it's just because I'm knocking on 50. I'm really trying to live my life how I want to live my life, not the way people think you're supposed to live. And I'm happy with where I am right now in my life and I'm happy with who I am. And I haven't been able to say that in a long time. I've made a lot of mistakes. My progress has been slow, but I'm trying. I'm really trying. And uh that's all that counts, I think, is you just really gotta try. That's what Tony is saying, I guess. Have you had a chance to check out Camp Cobrook yet? I know. You you've heard me talk a lot about it, right? I can't help it. I'm excited. It was fun. Episode three fifteen, I interviewed Alex Carl, the writer of Camp Cobrook. And um in Camp Cobrook, there's a nod to my my name. The Sheriff Sheriff Gorton. That's my name. My last I'm not a sheriff, but that is my last name. I was flattered. I was just I, I couldn't believe it. My wife and I were watching the movie and all of a sudden the part where Sheriff Gorton came in, I didn't know it. Alex Carl didn't say to me, Hey, by the way, there's a honor to your family name in there. He didn't let me know. And all of a sudden my wife goes, what what name did they just say? I said, I think he said Sheriff Orton, like with an O. My wife goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> Rewind that. So we rewound it, and sure enough, Sheriff Gorton. And then I paused it at one time to see his name bag, and it was M. Gorton, and my middle name is Merrick, with an M, M-E-R-R-I-C. So, groovy. Thank you. Check out Camp Cobrook today. Oh, you know, I feel famous, too, in the sense that, I have somebody famous besides Alex Carl following me. I have Andy Palmer is the, the guy who directed camp Colebrook and he's found me on Twitter and Instagram. So I feel a little famous now. I I can see somebody. I'm like, I got famous people follow me (laughs) speaking of famous. I wonder if I'll become famous in this. I'm goofing when I say that, but um, I'm traveling to North Carolina Chapel Hill this week. I'm, Patiently awaiting my email of when I'm confirmed to fly out from Syracuse to I don't know where I'll fly into in North Carolina never been to Chapel Hill but I'm going to be going to shoot my testimonial slash commercial for that fantastic brand and I mean it sincerely Carpe because it's the only thing that's ever worked and allowed me not to be sweaty I have no idea what I'm going to say though now I'm all like what do I say for my testimonial? I think it will just come to me. Because I truly believe in the product. And since I believe in it and it works for me, it's going to be pretty easy to tell them how much I like it and how well it's working for me. I want to learn some stuff today. We'll do that when we come back. I got some phone calls from you guys, too. I love taking phone calls from you guys. And it's it's inspiring to hear from you, it helps keeps me going and makes me be like, wow, people are really, en- I'm engaging listeners. It's fun. And, and if you're deciding to take that moment out of your busy day, because life is so busy, for you to take that time to take that step and get a hold of me, it means so much to me. It really does. All right. Stick around. When we come back. Who knows what we'll dive into, but we will. And uh, arms first instead of head first, but we'll di- we're going to dive. All right. Stick around. Dive with me. We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. Are you ready to learn something? What's it going to be? I have no idea. <laughs> what is going on? My producer. You know, when you play that stuff, it, it just it feeds me. You know that. I know. Don't encourage me. Okay. We are over to the fact site. That's what I feel like doing first before we head on over to the History Channel's site and see what happened on this day of history. I want to go over the facts. It was fun the other day. We were talking all about Canada, my neighbors to the north. And if you haven't had a chance to go to the fine country of Canada, go. They're just friendly people, a beautiful country. I still remember Toronto as being probably the cleanest city I ever been to. Now, this was back. Over 30 years ago, so I don't know if it's still that way. I haven't been to Toronto in about 30 years, but it's gorgeous. Okay, 100 interesting space facts that'll blow your mind. 100 of them. Are you ready? All 100 are coming your way, so sit back and get ready to have your brain just explode. No, we're not doing all 100. Mercury and Venus are the only two planets in our solar system that have no moons. No moons. In total, there are about 176 confirmed moons that orbit the planets in our solar system, with some of them big being even bigger than Mercury itself. But they don't have any, huh? What else do we have? The hottest planet in our solar system? Do you know your planets? Stuff like that. Can you name all the planets? But the hottest one is Venus. Most people think it would be Mercury as it's, Mercury is the closest to the sun. However, Venus has a lot of gases in its atmosphere, which creates a greenhouse effect that causes a constant temperature of, are you ready? You'll be, you'd be uh, bomby there. I said it was bomby here in upstate New York this morning at 41 degrees Fahrenheit. It's about just a mild 864 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about 462 degrees Celsius everywhere on the planet's surface. I don't think you'd be going there our solar system's about 4.57 billion years old well give or take about three million years ish accurately speaking it's 4.571 billion years old but we're not accurate here we live on a planet we're just having fun trying to learn things. the highest mountain discovered is the Olympus Mons which is located on Mars it peaks its peak is 16 miles. High, 25 kilometers, making it nearly three times higher than Mount Everest. Three times higher. Mount Everest is 5.5 miles. So, Mount Olympus, or Mount, or Mount Olympus, Olympus Mons, 16 miles. Dang it. It's not only that tall, it's wide. It'd cover the area of about Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. That's pretty big too. Arizona, my friends in the desert. The foxes, if you're listening. Plus, Mama Love, if you're listening out there in the desert, that mountain could fit right on top of you guys. (laughs) The Milky Way Galaxy. Speaking of wide, we were just talking how wide Mount Olympus Mons is. The Milky Way Galaxy is 105. 1,700 light years wide. It would take a modern spacecraft 450 billion years to travel to the center of our galaxy. Wow. The sun weighs about 330,000 or 330,000 times more than the Earth. Dang. You know, the footprints left on the moon, they won't disappear. You know why? There's no wind. Wait, if there's no wind to blow them, then why is the flag blowing? Well, it wasn't blowing, because a lot of people say, "Well, we never even landed." You can see the ripple you see is because of a stubborn telescope horizon rod that the astronauts were struggling to remove from the flag's upper hem. Still unsure whether they walked on the moon? You can go to the fact site and five com five common moon lift the spit it out, Patrick. Five common. Moon landing miss debunked. See, that's a sometimes it's fun not to edit here because I could just talk. But here we started off the show Monday, February 24th, 2002. So, <laughs> oh well, it doesn't matter. Hey, you want to feel like you've really lost a lot of weight? Maybe you will feel that way, or maybe your kids will. Maybe your kids, if we travel to Mars and start living on Mars, because because of lower gravity, a person who weighs 220 pounds on Earth would weigh 84 pounds on Mars. Wow, you'd only pay 84 pounds. Do you think we're going to Mars? I, well, I already know we're we're going there, but eventually living there? I think it would be really, really weird. I think that's enough of the facts. Can you? Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder... What it would be like to travel? Can our bodies take that? You know, because being in anti-gravity that long and how long it would takes to travel different places, and how long it would take to travel to Mars anyways? and what would it do to us? I'm trying to think of the the astronaut twins um, that they did study, and the one astronaut brother was up in space for how long on the International Space Station. Scott and, uh, well, it doesn't matter right now. Um, Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll fuel up on some more knowledge, some more knowledge, and get some more wrinkles on our brain. Stick around. I appreciate you. We'll be right back.
1: back. Welcome back. Welcome back.
0: Later. Oh, it was not six hours. When I take these breaks, sometimes I you know I'm going to get myself a cup of coffee or whatever. And but you know what I'm not doing? I'm not going out and having a cigarette. Yeah, I I quit. I'm still cigarette free and it feels so good. The other day I just shared speaking of quitting things, the other day I shared on social media how I'm over four years sober, but I shared it because of the amount of money. I've saved almost fifty thousand dollars in these over four years of being sober almost fifty grand isn't that crazy fifty thousand dollars from just um being sober all right what are we gonna do what are we what am I supposed to be doing right now oh that's right we're gonna be going over to um the history channels website and see if we can learn something here we go Man, there's like a long dramatic dramatic pause, huh? I, my producer's just kind of looking at me like, well, and I'm like, well, I thought you were going to play like we're going to learn today or something. But okay, here we go. On this day, on February 24th, 1836 in San Antonio, Texas, Alamo defenders call for help. Remember the Alamo. I've never been there. It was right near me when I was my daughter, oldest daughter, when she graduated from um, the Air Force. We were in san antonio we did do the river walk but we didn't do the alamo i guess when you'd go to the alamo it's not very big it's almost like when you go to tombstone arizona it's not like what you think you know but the the gunfight at tombstone was only what less than 30 seconds that whole famous shootout at the ok corral Here's one night uh World War I 1917 Zimmerman telegram presented to US ambassador during World War 1 British authorities gave Walter H Page the US ambassador to Britain a copy of the Zimmerman telegraph a coded message from the from Arthur Zimmerman the German foreign secretary Okay World War 1 if you're a World War 1 fan you know about that 1988 Supreme <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> Excuse me, nineteen eighty eight. The Supreme Court defends right to sacri- to satire public figures. Yeah, in nineteen eighty three, Hustler ran a piece parroting farewell or er, farewells. Cherry farewell, a reverend. Man, did you ever see that movie? uh with Woody Harrelson, where he play- plays um Larry Flint from Hustler. What was that? Name of that movie. It's so good though. It was a good movie. I can't remember what that was called. Here's one in history and presidents. 1868. President Andrew Johnson is impeached. Hmm. Not even going to go anywhere with it. 1991. Gulf War ground offensive begins. Wow, that happened in 1991. Boy, that was quick though, wasn't it? 1840. John Quincy Adam begins arguments and Armistead case. And that's it. kind of boring. Uh, lately, I love history, but the history channel lately to me has been, I've been getting way more out of the fact site and enjoying going over the fact site way more. You know what else I enjoy doing? I enjoy taking phone calls from you guys. So let's open up the phone lines and hear from you. So let's do that right now. Stick around.
1: Patrick always love your show but you committed an almost unforgivable sin but i'm gonna go ahead and forgive you this time you talking about most famous canadians i don't care if they listed or not you must always include captain kirk and mr spock that's right Leonard nimoy and william shatner Of course, you know I'm just razzing you. This Michael T. Justice again. You know I'm just razzing you. Would never, ever, ever be mad at you. You uh, inspire me. I just appreciate you uh, doing your show every, well, you know, couple of days. And uh, once again, keep it up, man. It's so exciting. Hopefully, uh, we'll see you on TV. Patrick. It's Mylar. Uh, thank you so much for the birthday wishes. That was, that was awesome. And um, yeah, wicked for you to have an entire segment on your show dedicated to cool things about Canada. Do that more often. <laughs> uh, here's a few more tidbits about Canada that you may or may not have known about. Um, we uh, discovered insulin. Uh, we invented the snowmobile. That's probably not a shock to you. Uh, we invented basketball. That's true. And co-created Superman. I don't know if you knew any of that, but uh, there's a little tickle on your brain, if not. Uh, Also, the Halifax Explosion. I live in Halifax, Nova Scotia. The Halifax Explosion was the largest man-made non-nuclear explosion at that time. And it was so loud that it was heard in Boston. And Boston sent up help immediately. And to this day, as a thank you, we send down one of our largest pine trees as a Christmas tree to be displayed in the square in Boston. I forget where, but anyway, there you go. A little bit of Canada for you. Thanks, buddy.
0: Welcome back. Did you know that? Did you know what Michael T. Justice just told us? I didn't. I'm sure Radio Mylar knew that because Radio Mylar is in Nova Scotia, but I did not know that uh, Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock, a.k.a. Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner, are Canadians. I know you're just razzing me. Thank you. I'm glad I inspire you. And maybe I will be on TV. Wouldn't that be groovy? <laughs> that would be groovy. My friends are saying that too. a couple of them around here. they would be like, I'll see you on TV. You're like, you never know. And I'm like, you know, I could do my whole uh, testimonial and it might not even make it to the editing room. And, you know, Radio Mylar, I, there are so many cool things about Canada. And I did not know you guys invented insulin. And some snowmobiles, no, I'm not surprised about that. But interesting fact about snowmobiles is my great-grandfather lived in a little town out near Plaski, New York called Orwell. And there's, it's Orwell's tiny. I remember when I was a kid, there was a thing called the Orwell Giant is what we called it. And it was just a mass, a landmass that looked like the shape of a a big giant laying down to take a nap. And us as kids, when we'd go out to visit my great grandparents, we'd say to my mom, are we almost there? And we'd know when we'd see the Orwell Giant, she'd be like, there's the Orwell Giant. And we knew we were almost there. But my great grandparents, they're so interesting anyways, because they saw a man, you know, from not flying to going to the moon. But um, he in his hometown did something where he would take his car and put skis on the front of his car. So he could drive doctors around during the snowstorms because out where I live here in upstate New York, we just get the snow band comes off Lake Ontario and we get just blasted. So he would put these skis on his on this car and uh, drive the doctors around. And he was like the only one to do that and the first person to do that around in the area. So that's kind of neat. And then the Halifax Explosion. You know, this is strange to me because I love learning things and I did not know about that. You know, the reason why is because I'm an American and we did not learn that in my American history. And so you, as a child of Canada, I'm sure you guys learned about the Halifax explosion and knew all about that, which happened in December 6, 1917. One of the biggest maritime disasters in history. I had no idea about it until I went over... And did some research um, after my call. But it is just amazing. This bo- this explosion, these two ships had um, collided in a harbor. And it was like 2.9 kilotons of TNT explosion equivalent. It is, as Radio Mylar said, it could be heard all the way from Boston. And there is a tree that is bo- brought to Boston now. And um, put in the Boston uh, Commons. It's just, it's amazing. There's a huge, huge write-up about the history of the Nova, or the Halifax explosion. And I encourage you to go and check it out because if you're an American, you might not have ever heard about this, but it was just devastating, devastating to be, have an explosion go off like that and just have it obliterate just the surrounding areas of temperatures. We're up to five hundred or five thousand degrees Celsius, which is nine thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, nine thousand degrees. I'm like, man, I I never heard of this. What happened in 1917? Isn't that weird? Thank you, Marlar, for sharing us that information and making me want to know more about Canada even more. And Marco T. Justice, telling us some information that we didn't know either. And it's always fun to learn from you guys, so thank you so much. What else were we gonna talk about today? Okay, well I think I think we're gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. Stick around, we'll be right back when we uh Yeah, when we come back we'll we'll wrap up the show. I'll be right back. Thanks again for calling in guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys stopping over for another episode of We Live on a Planet. I was your host, Patrick, and I will be your host again, Patrick, next time we talk. Hey, if you want to be a part of the show just like those guys were, Radio Mylar and Michael T. Justice, I would love to hear from you. If you're using the Anchor app, you know how, super easy. If you're listening through another podcast provider, maybe Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere. You can leave a message, too, by heading on over to my website, WLOAP.com. Right from there, there's a little phone icon. You push that, and you can leave me a voice message, and you can be a part of the show, too. If you feel shy, but you want to just maybe give a little bit of feedback, there's a a little option, too, where you can just leave me an email. Also, I encourage you, if you're really liking the show, and it's something that you enjoy... Excuse me. You can leave a small donation. I don't ever really push that, but we do have a listener support option here at We Live on a Planet. It's almost like NPR, and uh, you can cancel at any time for as low as $0.99 a month. $0.99 a month you can support We Live on a Planet. When you head on over to WLOAP.com, you'll see a little listener support option too. Pretty simple. You can also leave just a one-time donation. That way you're not having to pay every month if you don't want to. What else was I going to tell you? Mm. The yeah, planned. the bomb has been planted. <laughs> that little bomb. Oh, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Um, no, nothing. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. That's about it. Oh, and check out Camp Goldbrook today. You'd be glad you did. It's a good, good show. Good show. Show? Movie. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.